Hello, I'm Kristin Fredrickson. I'm calling this lesson Your Hamstrings and You. You'll need a stable chair, stool or low table. You'll be standing in front of it with your hands on the table or chair, more or less under your shoulders, and your feet on the floor, more or less under your hips, with your knees slightly bent. So you might want to put some books or something to make the support under your hands a little higher. Find a height that's comfortable for you. Now, move away from your support for a moment and stand. Please do the first movements that I ask for without any effort. How do you notice you're making an effort? Observe how far you can go before effort kicks in. Please don't bring pain into the movement. Notice if you sense a desire to push further or feel your willpower wanting to fire up. So, with your knees more or less straight, but not locked, so very slightly flexed, begin to bring your hands towards the floor. Do this a few times. You don't need to touch the floor or even come anywhere near it. Only go as far as you can really easily. Stop before it gets hard. Stop before the movement starts to thicken or change its quality. Now, leave that and come and put your hands on your chair or table with your legs slightly bent. Get a sense of how your feet and hands are supporting you. Which foot would be easier to lift? Which hand would be easier to lift? Whereabouts do you feel the pressure on your feet? Is it more towards the outside edges? More towards the inside? More towards the heels? Or the front of the foot? And perhaps it's different on the left side and the right side. Just observe. Now, begin to lengthen your legs and notice what happens in your back, in your lower back. When does it begin to move? Bend and lengthen your legs a few times, noticing what happens in your back as you do this. Which leg begins to lengthen first? Which side of your pelvis moves more clearly? Lengthen your legs and bend your legs. Slowly repeat the movement, observing as you go. And I continue with this, but imagine that you have a tail. So your spine continues beyond your coccyx. So you have this tail, and as you lengthen your legs, lift your tail. At what point does your head move? Now lengthen your legs, lift your tail, and lift your head. And do this a few times observing how your feet are finding support with the floor, which hip is responding more 
and take a rest. So you can sit or stand up or move around a little bit. Come back and come into the same position with your hands on your support, on your table or chair, and your legs slightly bent. And again, begin to lengthen your legs as you lift your tail and lift your head. And just notice whether your tail goes directly up or does it move a little more to one side or the other. And how is the weight coming up through you? How is it transferred from your feet up towards your hip joints? Is it coming more from the outside edges of your feet or more from the inside edges? Is one side of your pelvis moving more than the other? And now continue and imagine if you had eyes in the back of your head, would they be looking directly down your spine at your tail? Or would they be looking a little more to one side or the other? Just observe. And leave that and have a rest again, sitting, standing, as you wish. Come back again into the same position, so with your hands on your chair or table, your legs slightly bent, <clears throat> and this time as you lengthen your legs and lift your tail and lift your head, allow your abdomen to drop towards the floor. And sense where you hold and where you can drop easily in your abdomen. So you're lengthening your legs, you're lifting your tail, lifting your head and allowing everything between your tail and your head to drop. Allow gravity to act on it and allow it to sink towards the floor, in the direction of the floor. Which parts of your abdomen are more accessible to you? And now begin, as you bend your legs, to pull your abdomen in towards your spine. So when you bend your legs, you round your back, you stick your tail between your legs and lower your head. So you're bringing your head and your pubic bone closer together when you bend your legs. And as you lengthen your legs, you're still lifting your tail and lifting your head and allowing your abdomen to drop to the floor. And then leave that and have a rest. And come back and come back to the same movement. 
So you're lengthening your legs, lifting your head, lifting your tail and bending your legs, bringing your head and your pubic bone closer together, drawing your abdomen towards your spine. And this time as you do that, when you lengthen your legs, look over one shoulder. And the next time look over the other shoulder. So as you lengthen your legs and lift your head, you're lifting your head to look over one time your right shoulder and another time your left shoulder. And when you bend your legs, you continue to round you, your back. And you be can begin also, as you round your back and draw your tail in, you can begin to look under one armpit and then the other. So just play a little with looking in different places as you arch your back, lift your tail, lengthen your legs, lift your head, looking around in different places, not necessarily straight ahead, over one shoulder, over the other. And as you draw in your abdomen, looking under one armpit and then the other, and looking to different places. And then very briefly just stand for a moment and take a small breather and come back. And this time instead of bending um, both knees together, you'll just be bending one knee whilst you lengthen the other one and then bending the other knee whilst you lengthen the other one. And just observe how this makes your head begin to turn. Do you tend to turn your head towards the straight leg or towards the bent leg? And follow the pattern that seems most normal to you first. And then explore with doing the opposite. So whichever way you were turning your head before, you're now going to be turning it in what for you is a less habitual direction. And then leave that and take a rest. Sit, stand. And come back with your hands on your chair or table and come back to the basic movement. So you're lengthening your legs, lifting your tail, lifting your head, allowing your abdomen to drop down in between and then bending your legs, drawing your tail in, drawing your abdomen in and allowing your head to lower. And as you do this, notice what your eyes are doing. Do your eyes go first or does your head go first? What's leading the movement?
And whatever your eyes are doing, do the opposite. So if your eyes were going up as you raised your head and raised your tail up towards the ceiling, this time as you raise your tail and raise your head, your eyes are going to be looking down towards your cheeks. And as you round your back and draw in your tail and lower your head, your eyes are going to be looking up towards your forehead. Which eye dominates or leads? Do you have a sense of this? Try leading with the other eye. And then alternate. So playing with your eyes like this might make you start to feel like you're going a little bit mad. But if you can stick with it for a bit, trying to alternate between which eye is leading the movement. And notice how this affects the support that you're able to find from the floor through your feet. And how this travels up through the rest of you, through your knees and pelvis and spine and how it affects the movement as a whole. And then a couple of times, come back to having your eyes follow the movement. So whatever you were doing in the first place that was your habitual way. And now leave that, stand up, step away from your chair or table and with your knees very slightly bent, find out where you can bring your hands to now. When you begin to bring them towards the floor, where do you come to easily? Has it changed? Do you go further? And if you don't go further, has the quality of what you can do changed? And what about your desire to push further? Has that softened a bit? And now take a walk and get a sense of how you're finding support through your feet for your walking now. And that's the end of the lesson. Thank you.